Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 45 of the Be Awesome podcast, and we're going to do something a little bit different for the foreseeable future, and I'm not sure how many folks I'm going to get. My goal is one a day. Uh, I put it out there on Friday, had some responses, and then as things happen with this whole Corona-19 pandemic, people are closing up shop, doing a lot of things differently than they were just a week, short week ago. But uh, one thing I'm very proud of is the town that I was uh, born and grew up in, which is Easton, Massachusetts. Uh, It's known for its uh, manufacturing and shovels. Little known facts I'll give you before we get into the podcast. But uh, Easton uh, has a rich history of entrepreneurship and small business and even large business ownership. And um, if you ever have seen Ames, Iowa, that's actually named after Governor Ames, and that's where the East and the West Railroad was uh, was connected, and that's where the Golden Spike was laid, and it was our shovels that that, that did that. And uh, we've had a lot of exciting things, and uh, it's just a, a wonderful town. It's 27 square miles. Half of it is donated conservation land, about 27,000 residents, and, and really a, a pretty tight-knit community. So I put this uh, note out last week for some businesses. If any business wanted to come on and talk about what they're doing, to battle this pandemic and stay in business and keep things going to, uh, to come on. And the first person to respond was instantaneous almost. almost. And, uh, and someone I've, our family I've known for a long time. I don't know her very well because um, it's her, um, her grandfather is who was, I, I've known the longest and her name is Sam Godfrey and she's from Godfrey automotive, Godfrey auto. What's the formal name? I know you guys got a bunch of stuff going on over there. Uh, welcome, Sam. And what's the name of the business exactly? Uh, it's Godfrey Auto, and that's our auto repair business. And then we are also Godfrey Enterprises, which is our towing uh, business. Got it. Got it. I knew I had. I knew you guys had a couple of different names and a couple of different things you were doing. So these podcasts are going to be talking about talking to local folks uh, and what they're doing through this whole thing. So, Sam, first of all, welcome. This is your first podcast, so we're going to try to be easy on you. Um, and thank you for thank you for taking the time and adjusting time to uh, to come on here today. Yeah, so, thank you for having us. So uh, I brought up your grandfather, who's one of my favorite people in the world. Herb, if you know Herb Godfrey, he's just he's just a guy that you every interaction you actually you smile so hard it hurts. Um, but you guys are a family business, and your name your name is on the on the uh, on the sign. So tell us a little bit about your business, the, the history, and a little bit of background. Yeah. Um, so Jamie Godfrey is my father, uh, Herb Godfrey, my grandfather. Um, he started uh, as a mechanic right out of high school. He went to Southeastern Regional for auto repair. Um, after years in the industry, we opened uh, JM Godfrey Automotive was the first name uh, in 2003, and that transformed into Godfrey Auto to keep it short. Um, my brother also works there, and he started at a very young age. Uh, he was coming in when he was 13, 14 years old. I remember dismissing him from school some days because we were so busy we needed him. Uh, I was forging notes <laughs> to go pick him up and bring him to the shop. I hope the statute of limitations is expired. He can't get detention for this or <laughs> I anything. think so. Good. I think it's been a while. Uh, I graduated in 
2010 from Oliver Ames, and I started working at the shop just shortly after that. I've been doing most of the administrative stuff, and then I was service writing and doing estimating for quite some time. So we have been heavily involved, and my grandfather worked there for years when my father first opened it. He now heads down to Florida for six months out of the year and relaxes and he still works, but he, yeah. he won't stop. Yeah. He doesn't, I don't think he knows how not, not to work. And no. um, so, you know, deep family ties, you're the front, you're the front desk. When people walk in, they see you um, and you're doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, well, we'll go back a month, a month ago, people are talking about this thing called the coronavirus and a lot of people kind of poo pooed it, put it aside then a couple of weeks ago, you know, started to get more serious. And then, you know, Friday the 13th, March 13th, we're uh, stopping flights to Europe. And now we're talking about, you know, getting a little bit scared, a little bit nervous. People are starting to get it. And here we are today where we're in a, um, uh, I don't know the official word. It's not a shelter in place, but it might as well be a shelter in place where every place is like a ghost town. Only essential workers are supposed to be out in the field. It's causing a whole lot of uh, difficulty for folks. Um, you know, you've had to adjust your business in the last couple of weeks dramatically, even from three weeks ago to, to, to today. I've been oh, yeah. following kind of a lot of the stuff you were doing, and it was kind of like the starting point was, hey, drop your car off and walk away. <laughs> you know, yeah. basically, you know, hey, safe, you know, keep that social distancing. And now, you're, you're doing some really amazing stuff. First of all, you're an essential, considered an essential business. Like business is still going. You're still open. Um, you know, I, I made the comment like, hey, if you're an essential employee, a DPW worker, first responder, your car breaks, you got to get fixed somewhere. Right. Obviously, it's, it's got to get fixed by somebody. Um, right. So talk about, kind of talk about the services that you provide and then talk about, dig into the, the transition of the three weeks ago of just dropping your car off and we'll take the keys to where you're at today and kind of some of the services that you're providing uh, to your customers. Yeah. So right now, I think at the top of our mind is just keeping everyone safe, our customers safe, our employees safe, and even the parts delivery drivers, they're retirees and they're in that age range where it can be dangerous. So we're trying to protect everybody and take uh, the best precautions that we can. We're sanitizing everything um, while your vehicle's being serviced. Um, we've served it, we've cleaned down our waiting room area, minimally having people in there as the least amount of possible. Um, we're also offering free pickup and delivery. We'll come tow your car within a 10 mile radius. Come service it here then we'll drop it back off, all sanitized and everything. Uh, and we're also providing a 10% off parts and labor discount to everybody who walks through our door. I think everybody's been so impacted, not just the nurses, teachers, everybody has been so impacted that they could use a break. And I think this is a way we can give back a little bit. Uh, we're also, um, we're also doing like a key drop, everybody can just drop their cars off without having to have any customer contact at all. Uh, phone payments or online, making it just as simple as possible for people to get their cars in. Even, you know, if you're a nurse at Good Sam and you want us to come pick your car up from uh, the hospital, we'll come pick it up. 
uh, give your car an oil change, do a brake job, and then bring it back and make it just as simple as possible. Um, we're also making sure that we're communicating with our staff and letting them know we're here for them and, you know, that we appreciate them. Um, and just we're trying to take care of everybody on all sides uh, during this time. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, uh, you know, I, I can't think that I would ever sit and go, you know, if I had a shop like you guys and say, man, let's, um, let's get the tow truck out and go, you know, 10 miles or 10 minutes within, within the distance to fix someone's car up to service. I mean, how do you, I mean, you just, you know, I've seen numerous shops just close. Um, right. What's, you know, what's been kind of the, the driver behind all of that, that you're, I mean, you're going to every store. I mean, driving a tow, I don't know what the cost of a tow truck is, but I know tow trucks are expensive. And I know right. that you guys put it to use to, you know, to keep the streets clean of car accidents and breakdowns, um, pickups. I've, I've never heard of that. So, you know, first of all, where did the idea come from? How's it working out for you? And, you know, are people taking you up on the offer? We haven't had anybody take us up on the offer yet. We've really seen a huge decline in business uh, over the past week. We're starting to see it pick up a little bit. I think people are getting, you know, cabin fever and trying to get out there and want to take care of a few things they can take care of while they're stuck at home. Uh, so I think that people should take advantage of this. But I mean, for us to spend the fuel and time to pick it up uh, as a convenience and to get the work in, it does benefit both sides. It keeps our staff busy. Um, you know, and keeps us having some sort of income as time goes on because we've started rotating our shifts. Uh, my brother and I and my father are working most days and our other employees are working. And we're trying to bulk up some of the work on certain days that they can come in and try and take care of them that way. But it's definitely tough finding a balance and, and managing you know, the slow schedule, which we're not used to. We're trying to fill a lot of our time with some loose ends that we can tie up, you know, maintenance on the trucks that we can do. Um, but it's definitely tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tough is a, tough is a, uh, I think a tough is a word that we're all hearing. Um, yeah. And I think that at, at any given point in time, you know, the Godfrey crew could, uh, could, could pack up and say, Hey, let's, we'll, we'll get back to you, you know, uh, when all this stuff passes and, and, and be okay. Um, right. you know, the, the thing that a lot of people thinking is, you know, closing right now is putting people out of business. It's not putting people out of business. It's, it's in a lot of cases, it's stopping the bleeding for now until you can get back up to business as usual. As you say, you're kind of, you know, you're definitely losing, um, some of that busyness. And I know the times that I've been in there, you, know, you guys are jamming. I mean, you always have every right. day filled and you got you, you, the energy there is always like, go, 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 go. And that's just, a, I think that's just a Godfrey trait. Um, but, you know, I guess this is the, kind of the interesting question and kind of the be awesome side of all of this is, you know, what's the Godfrey crew and, and team doing to stay positive through all of this? Because I mean, it's not just like wake up and say, oh, oh well, all is swell and, and just kind of bang out some work and see how it goes. Like what, what are you guys doing to stay positive? You playing, playing music and dancing, and sipping the Kool Aid, or what do you guys, what do you guys got going on over there? We had some good music going on this morning. My brother and I were uh, taking care of a few things this morning, and we were we're just trying to stay as positive we, as we can. But we implement a few different things um, to keep us positive, which is networking with some other shops that we're really close with. 
there's um, a handful, there's about 20 of us that are along the East Coast. They're not all close by, they're not competitors at all, but we communicate with each other and we tell each other what works. Mm -hmm. We talk about how we can improve things and how we can focus on keeping everything positive. I was having a tough week last week trying to wrap my brain around all this and three of the guys, we did a big zoom meeting with the 20 of us and they could tell I was kind of down and out. They all three of them called me the next morning and just were like, are you okay? Is everything all right? You know, you're going to be, you're going to do great today. Just look at the positives. Just don't worry about all this. Just do the best you can and you'll come out on the other side. And they're like a little family that we can rely on and bounce things off of. So that is something huge that not a lot of people have, but I recommend to reach out to even, you know, let your guard down, uh, talk to some of your competitors. Not, don't look at it in a negative way. Um, and then I've also used the social media platforms to help other businesses and keep them positive as well. I just, I've sent out a few messages to a couple different small businesses that have indicated that they're suffering and they're worried and everything like that. And just trying to throw the positivity out there because you can't be so negative. We're all in the same place. And, and that's the beauty of this is we're all going through this together. I think that everybody I've talked to, it's just, it is what it is and we'll come out on the other side. Yeah. I think just staying positive is huge. Yeah, well, I mean, it's funny you say the beauty of it. Nobody's really looking at the beauty of it right now, right? Everybody's just kind of saying, oh, my God, the sky is falling. The world's coming to an end. I can't uh, go in here. We've actually had, you know, in town, we have had all these cases found and all of the, the gossip and nonsense. And um, you're absolutely right. The beauty of it is that we're all absolutely in the same boat. Um, we're all dealing with the same stuff. This isn't a, um, this isn't a selective uh, choice of who... Uh, who suffers the most, everyone's suffering, whether you have, um, you know, money in the stock market, and you're hoping to retire in a year, or you've got someone that's ailing from this, from this virus. Um, and the fact that 100% of us all should be staying uh, socially distant from everyone, uh, right. as much as humanly possible. Um, staying positive for a lot of people has been very difficult. I know that I've seen some stuff on social media, and really what kind of pushed me to do this is I've just seen some really bad behavior on social media with people treating each yeah. other poorly um, and talking poorly about, you know, the businesses or talking poorly about, you know, what's going on in their community. And it's like, there's so much good stuff happening uh, as little as it might be to put like a smile on somebody's face to say, you know what, this is bad. I mean, this sucks. Like, no, 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 right. no, no way to look, look past it. This whole thing sucks. This is going to arguably be, the most difficult thing my family and I have to deal with in life and thinking about, you know, my, my whole life has been, um, you know, traveling and public speaking and, and where, you know, revenue comes from. Right. And, and that's, it's, it's done. I mean, seven, I get, I get till like July, I get nothing but bad ideas to come up with on, on, uh, on be awesome stuff. I'm fortunate to still have a day job um, as an evangelist for software company, but that still had a lot of, that had a lot of travel. So I'm adapting to, you know, technology and being home all the time. And, uh, you know, this is, this is tough, but the, the reality is we'll get past it and we'll get through it. And, you know, I was talking to someone today and it's like, historically, um, you know, we had a pretty good patch of time from like 2016 to 2000 or 2017 to now where, 
you know, the economy was good. The unemployment was low. There weren't any real challenges. And if you look prior to that, from like 1999 to 2016, we had um, Y2K, 9-11, longest standing war, worst recession, MERS, SARS, Ebola, all these things would just follow one after the other. And now it's like, you know, we went on this couple of years of like no worry, no anything. And then boom, you know, first major pandemic in like a hundred years and sit there and go, you know, crazy um, to think about. So, you know, how do people get a hold of you guys? Um, are you going to keep doing the tow service? Are you going to keep doing the 10% off? Like how to, you know, what is that? What's, what's next week as long as uh, everything kind of stays the same as where it's at right now? So we've limited our hours a little bit. We're still there Monday through Friday. We're there first thing in the morning, eight o'clock. And then we'll be there until like two or three o'clock each day. I'm still checking the voicemails until five o'clock at night and I'm returning calls. I can forward everything to my cell phone. So I'm still trying to keep that customer contact because we are essential. There are people that need us and the towing is just 24 seven. You can reach us anytime on the tow line. The other thing is, um, the 10% off we're running until April 15th. So people can take advantage of that until then. Um, and that's off parts and labor and there's no limit on that, um, except for tires and batteries. And then, um, you can make appointments online on our website, godfreyautoservices.com. You can go right on there and you can request any services that you need oil changes. We do, i plethora of things, um, check engine light diagnostics, and we specialize in all makes and models, foreign and domestic. So if you've got a BMW, if you've got an F-350 diesel, um, we can take care of any of that stuff. Uh, we're really well equipped with our technicians who are ASC certified. Uh, we've got plenty of diagnostic scan tools and things of that nature. So we can take care of pretty much any vehicle need that you have. And we do some equipment moving and stuff like that too with the towing. So we don't just tow cars, uh, but we do do quite a few things with that. So containers and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Well, if you, uh, you might, uh, you might not know where I live. I, li I live uh, down on the south side of town, but if you drive by uh, heading towards Norton and you uh, see the granite columns on Foundry Street, uh, you guys towed those for me years and years ago, probably almost 15 years ago when you first started with the tow business. You guys, you guys picked up a couple of uh, uh, probably 2,000 or 2,500 pound each granite pillars. So you, uh, yeah, you put them on skids and. Uh, no job we can't do. Yeah, no. You, well, it was funny. You guys, you guys didn't tell me no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the going rate for that was. I didn't didn't ask, but uh, you definitely didn't tell me no, and uh, they they stand tall today. So. Uh, and you towed a bobcat for me once, so yeah, you guys tow much more than much more than cars. So, you know, you try and get creative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. That's what you got to do. And uh, I got to tell you, th thank you for you know what you're doing. And it's so much more than you know turning wrenches and checking oil and 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 all that. You're providing um, hope, and you're providing um, people to have the ability to know that they're going to have freedom again someday because their car is going to start when all this stuff passes over. Uh, so I, I know that you probably know this, but what you're doing is so much more than 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 just fixing cars uh, and and the creativity um, and the innovation of ideas of of towing and picking up and giving the discount to everybody, not just first responders, to give people an opportunity with these trying times. And that 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 comes out of you guys' pocket, so it's doing something nice for the community. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, thank you for having us today. I think what you're doing is so important to us as a small business and as a community. Um, 
it is this coronavirus is fundamentally challenging uh, the way it's changing the way of life for communities across the country businesses and schools closing grocery stores are empty people are scared and people feel helpless and I think you reaching out to people in the community like us um, and giving us this platform to speak on and talk to people is amazing well I'll tell you what, I appreciate it. And uh, we will have you back on when all this stuff is all said and done with. And you guys are trying to figure out how to manage. You're going to need to build a second floor or something to, to bring all the cars in that are going to be coming in your way. <laughs> um, but keep smiling. Keep that positive attitude. Keep that tribe close to you, those 20 folks. I, I, I say it all the time. You know, the, the things that I do, um, I get I get the, the nicest of compliments. I talked to uh, Les Trackman on Sunday, who's, uh, his company's given away. Uh, free reads of scans and x-rays and everything to any wow. people and any any person and he said the nicest thing to me and you know at the end of the day uh, he's a friend of mine he's a great guy and uh, uh, if you surround yourself with great people and positive that have positive outlooks and positive outcomes that they're they're shooting towards uh, it's almost impossible for anything other than that you're gonna have some bumps in the road but uh, keep those people close keep doing what you guys are doing please say hello uh, to Herb for me I can't wait to see him when he gets back up here um, I will. They're itching to the get rest, back. Yeah, and the rest of the Godfrey clan, and uh, I will be sure to stop in and uh, drop off some be awesome shirts for you and your, your staff here uh, in the near future. So we'll have you. some Godfrey Auto apparel for you as well. <laughs> Do a, a, sh a swag exchange. I love it. Sounds um, good. Will you guys hang in there? That's going to be it for the first Eastern special uh, be awesome podcast. Listen, this is a this is a tough trying time. I've been quiet on podcasts because I was so darn busy public speaking, and now it's. It's, uh, it's, gone, it's gone for a little while, so I'm going to keep my saw sharp by speaking uh, on occasion, hopefully every day. I got, uh, hopefully, uh, some friends of mine over at the Villa tomorrow, and, and if you want to, if you're listening to this and you're local, you don't need to be a business owner. Just be somebody in town that's looking out uh, to make this, make this thing as painless as possible for everybody and have a story to share, maybe tell, tell a joke. I got bad ones for days. I got the bad dad joke book right here <laughs> on, my, on my desk, but uh stay in touch if you need to get a hold of me as always josh at be awesome it's j-o-s-h at b-e-a-u-s-m and i'm going to go back to asking for people to do ratings and reviews on my podcast i had uh, i guess i got 43 or 44 i'm actually rated pretty good on the podcast channel scale however all this analytic stuff works and metrics i just i'm just happy people uh other than just my mom and amy listen um, my son Danny listens because he actually did a rating and review saying that you just use the word awesome. So, um, but uh, that's a that's a independent third party as far as I'm concerned. But if you guys can do ratings and reviews for me, if you do one, um, be sure to message me. I'll send you a shirt. Your time to fill something out. Uh, send you a shirt. I'll send you a be awesome coffee mug and uh, put it in the mail for you uh, once all this stuff lifts. So, you know, in the meantime, keep your chins up, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, always remember, if you can be anything, be awesome.